Welcome everyone to Battle Driven. I'm Jeff Fredrickson, and I play Grimkin. And I'm Dan Riker, and I play Signar. But today we're not talking about either of them. We are not! Bum, bum, bum. We have Soldiers of Fortune here at the ready. Mm-hmm. Jeff, did you know that if you just ask Privateer Press, um, they, they, they'll, they'll just give you information? Yeah, did they like ask for a link to like our podcast or anything? No. Nah, so, like, like, if you guys want spoilers, just, like, I don't know. Start I don't podcast. know what the big deal is. I don't know why everybody's like, oh, man, they, 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 they don't say anything. Just ask. Just ask politely. Yeah. Maybe you'll get something. Anyways. Be, a- be affable. Really excited, obviously. Thank you, Privateer Press, for the information. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, let's, uh, do, do you want to, so, for those that don't know, <laughs> I love saying that because it's literally all everyone's been talking about for like the past month. Um, there are some changes coming. Um, obviously, Oblivion, uh, one of the big things that we love and we have already sort of talked about on here is uh, the changes. Uh, nothing is tied to free points anymore. Um, it's just what point level are you playing, and you get X yeah. free cards. So this is, uh, if you've listened to any other casts, um, there's been a lot of really exciting talk about War Machine because list creation is becoming a thing again. Um, yep. And uh, Jeff and I both built our own lists for the Steam Force using different casters, and you're going to see that they are radically different while still using the same Theme Force. Um, so are they different? I think so. Okay. And what what they want to accomplish at least. Um, and uh, yeah, it's um, what's really cool is that obviously uh, mercenaries have a very wide amount of choices. Um, and granted, this is the uh, Steelhead theme. Um, for those non-Merc players, uh, there's still quite a bit of uh, flexibility in your choices. Um, yeah. So super excited to talk about it. Thank you again, PP, for, for letting us join in on the fun. And uh, yeah, do you want to just jump into it? Uh, yeah, we should probably read over Soldiers of Fortune, right? Yeah. All right, so we are putting this episode out on Friday. And at some point over the weekend... There will be a image drop that has the actual Soldiers of Fortune image as it will be on the Privateer Press uh, theme force document thing, whatever. Yep. Uh, so, <clears throat> if war is good for business, then business has been very good to the Steelhead Mercenary Company. Already one of the largest groups of cell swords in Western Immerin, before the fall of Lael, subsequent years of warfare have seen them reach peak profitability. Steelheads can be found in nearly every major engagement from Skirov to Immer, bringing victory or anonymous defeat at reasonable prices. <laughs> the company's regular presence on the battlefield often sees them work alongside many notable freelancers and experts. The old adage, adage, I don't know, adage. holds true. Either as allies or enemies, the Steelheads are going to cost you. Army composition. You get to take any mercenary warcaster non-character mercenary warjacks and rosinante you get alexia model slash units steelhead model slash units dan and blythenbull hern and john alt nashley anastasia debray boom howler solo artist des iris mage hunter vios orman solos mm. ogren boker solos rupert carvolo piper of ord Rucker Shaw, Professional Adventure, Saxon Oric, Taryn DeLauro Vici, Lely's Gunmage, 
and mercenary solos with the attached role. Okay, so let's jump into that real quick. Yep. Um, awesome mercenary warcasters. So it's not like these four casters. Yeah. Um, non-character mercenary warjacks. So Tauros. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it leaves you a lot of uh, open options. Uh, uh, Rosadante. Um, so, I mean, just a solid character jack. Um, Alexia models and units. So that means Alexia 1, 2, and 3. Um, mm-hmm. Steelhead models units. There's a whole bunch of choices there. Um, Dan and Blythenball, which obviously is clutch. Um, yeah. John, Alt Nashley, Anastasia Debray, Boomhaller Solars, which is Boomhaller 2. Uh, Dez, which we don't know yet. Uh, Iris 1. Gorman Solos, so that means the second Gorman in Riot Quest you'll be able to play. Yes. Um, Ogren Booker Solos, I think that just leaves them open for future releases, because I think there's only the Ogren Booker. Uh, Rupert, Rutger, and Terran, so you have the pair if you want to play them. Uh, Saxon Auric, and Mercenary Solos with the attached rule. Which one's that? Uh, that would be all their Warcaster dad runs. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Reinhold and all of them. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, the requisition options are one Steelhead Weapon Crew, Alexia, Mistress of the Witchfire, which is Alexia 2, Stannis Brocker, two Steelhead Gunner Solos, or one small or medium-based Mercenary Solo. So what's really cool about these requisition options um, is, obviously, there's a, a whole bunch of new weapon crews um, that we don't see too, too much on the table right now. Um, yep. So I think with them being uh, free... And the flexibility now with the theme, you're gonna you're gonna be seeing them a little bit more. Um, I think a free Alexia two is never bad, and I really think I, it's gonna be a fork. I in don't the road disagree. With yep. uh, it, go ahead. this is a really tough theme, right? To, I think to choose between uh, Alexia one and Alexia two. Yeah, so it's a hard fork like, in the road. Do I take a free Alexia one, or do I pay the ten points for? I'm sorry, free Alexia two, or do I pay the ten points for the the Alexia one? Um, yeah. So oh, it's tough. Uh, free Stannis Brock is pretty cool. Um, I like again the, the the pair of Steelhead Gunner solos for a free ruck point. Um, mm-hmm. That's a pretty big deal. And again, the the rando free solo will always have its its niche uh, cases to bring one. So like you know, free Iris one's never bad. Seven points. Um. So yeah, uh, special rules. Uh, if Ace is included in this army, it is a friendly mercenary model instead of a Signar Warjack. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Solos in this army gain a mark target, like we saw in Creole Company, how there's a lot of things that can be done with that. Um, and Steelhead Cavalry models in this army gain bulldoze. Now, uh, for the most part, if I correct me if I'm wrong, um, I believe all of the theme benefits stayed. Yeah. Which is a very big buff nowadays. With a mm-hmm. lot of the shifting of power and um, altering of theme forces, keeping all of your benefits is a really big deal. It's nice. It's uh, nice. So, yeah, um, I think overall uh, it's going to be a really cool theme force. Um, now, we did make, uh, we each made our own lists, but mm-hmm. before we jump into that, Jeff, why would I pick this theme force? Uh, so, I would pick this theme force because it's flexible. Mm-hmm. I think you can build it a lot of different ways. You have access now to, like you said, all these great artillery options, and they come with your options of like infantry clearing with like way to fire shots. You have uh, mat fixing and assassination potential in your quake artillery. Yep. Uh, you have access to long range threat ranges in your 
cavalry, countercharging Tauros. Like you, you just bring a lot of different tools, so your Soldier of Fortune theme can really be tailored to how you want it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, again, because of Murkcasters, there's so many different angles to take. So, I mean, you could do a Captain Bart um, list with, with yep. jacks or you know there's a whole bunch of different directions that you can go uh which is really exciting um jeff do you want to start with your list uh let's do yours first. okay cool so uh i started with the man the myth the legend captain damiano um he is the very prototypical steelhead warcaster um so uh a couple things uh i'll just do the list first and i'll talk about what what it can offer um sure. so we have damiano with a blockadier or blockader i don't know what i call it blockadier um, two free, two free steelhead gunners, Anastasia, uh, Sergeant Nicholas Ver, Verendry, Verendi, Verendi, sure, all Ashley, uh, two cannon crews, two volley gun crews, a max unit of riflemen, Alexia one, and two max units of halberdiers. Ooh. So, some really cool things with this army. Um, steelhead gunners, I have actually never read them before. They are ridiculous. Um, I like them. They have veteran leader uh, plus one to attack rolls on steelhead weapon crew units. They have siege tactics, which gives a siege weapon to a weapon crew. And they have desperate pace. Um, so, all good things. Um, super good to give siege tactics to an already brutal damage cannon. So yep. you'll get 4d6 on damage. For a POW-14, for a, a six-point weapon crew. So, uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, and you knock down. Uh, I think the mortar... Oh, no, wow, the cannon is the quick one. <laughs> Super good. Um, so, base rat six, with just a guy standing around. And then um, they can also... Uh, so, yeah, six, they can aim to eight... And then Damiano can give them a coin, right? Yep. So they can yeah. be rat 10. That's all right. Seems pretty good. Uh, d did you add in mark the target? Nope. Rat 12. Yeah. Uh, all your uh, all your solos have marked target. Yeah. So uh, aiming rat 12, moving rat 10 is pretty good. Uh, news at 11. S seems all right. <laughs> you want to go crazy, you can dead eye him <laughs> if you really want to. Like... Um, so, yeah, that's a really big deal. Um, having the two cannon crews or the two volley gun crews. Um, so what's crazy about the volley gun crews is that they get they have volume fire. So when they're shooting, they're base rat 5, pow 12, and they're D3 plus 1 rate of fire. So it could be four shots, could be two, anything in between. Um, yep. So they have... You have two of those in the list, right? Yes. Um, okay. So... Um, if you play a caster, I didn't, but if you play a caster with a debuff, you can then again give them siege tactics and then have them just go to town on a huge base. Um, mm. Or a heavy. Uh, the heavy, they go up to POW 14. So we've all seen like uh, Fiona or other casters that do debuffs in Mercs, where mm -hmm. just one small debuff, like even a Ragman thing, um, can uh, make a big difference. Also, they're doing yeah. it from 12 inches away. So a lot of times, depending on your screen or your other models, they're probably going to get another turn of doing this as well. Um, yeah. The big deal here is that they have covering fire. So for 
12 points, you get two covering fires, which, as a Signar player, I'm pretty sad about, because um, that's really good, uh, especially with the uh, the volume fire. Um, but, uh, so that's another thing. So um, that, that goes from Rat 5 to Rat 6 to Rat 8 to Rat 10, just over, like, you know, in a second. Um, yeah, and it's really easy to, like, rust with Gorman or something. Oh, yeah. If, like, that's what you want to bring. 100%. I agree. Um, so, and that's that's really the theme of this list is that a lot of times people would kind of complain that maybe steelheads don't uh, hit very accurately, um, and this this just fixes it, like just mm-hmm. poof, this works now. Um, very similar thing to steelhead riflemen who can uh, make combined range attacks into melee, um, which is a really big deal. So if you have like. Um, you know, a certain model in front of Alexia one, or, you know, that one model that ran to engage something to contest a flag, they just go pop, and they're gone. Yeah. Um, and now even better, if they ran to engage a solo, they just gave you a fat, flat, plus four rat, because you're aiming, and they have marked target. So, <laughs> um, so let's say a def 14 model, sure, um, 14 to 18, these guys are 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 2 man CRA to 11. So a 2 man CRA can hit a def 18 on average dice. Yep. And, if you... and that's that works really well now, too, with the new shooting into melee rules. Yeah, 100%. So that was at 7. And again, the, the layers that we're talking about go insane because Damiano can walk up and give them a coin. Now they need a 5 to hit. Um. And he can deny them if need be. So hitting should never, ever really be an issue anymore. Yeah. Um, now, granted, the coin is only ranged attacks, but um, you get the plus one to go first for your, your three-point Anastasia attacks, which is amazing now because pl- viable plus ones are going to be super valuable again um, because all the plus ones went away for rerolls and themes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so... I've said all of these things just with the small modules of four weapon crews, two of the gunner solos, and ten riflemen. You also have 30 infantry with the double halberdiers and Alexia one. So this is just trudging up the board where when Damiano feats, we've all seen it to each other, that halberdiers can kill heavies. Mm -hmm. Um... And if you don't know, Damiano's feat is um, everybody in his control range gains plus three strength, plus three armor, and can uh, and can move or be moved only during your turn. So everybody becomes really heavy. Um, so on the melee side, um, we have halberdiers, which people play now because they're accurate. <laughs> so um, they're mat five. Reach, POW 11, all very good uh, for their points. Uh, when they charge, they go to mat seven. Um, you have Death March in, uh, Damiano's spell list, so they go to Matt 9, um, it's... And Vengeance, And right? Vengeance, which is huge with their, with their threat. Um, now, you don't get the full use of Road to War, obviously with just a blo- uh, blockader, um, but what the blockader brings is more, uh, umph to kill those super heavy targets. Um, mm. so with his range 4, uh, melee, he's out-threading... M- Almost everything, right? So... Uh, what's that number again? He's range 4 melee. So he starts 12. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably one inch off of a, a super good number, but for him to be a POW 22, uh, pretty good. Yeah. So, um, also, you can kind of do the nutso stuff with Clockatrice, where it's like late game, and you charge base to base, and they can't stutter away, because <laughs> he's range yep. four. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, it's pretty easy for him to turn off stutters because he can push them into him as well. Yeah. And then um, they can only teleport three, so they, they can never get exactly. away. Exactly. So it's adorable. Um, I think he's awesome. And again, Rat 5, um, you know, oopsie. Mark target solo, Rat 7, oopsie. Shooting gallery up to nine. Like, <laughs> just okay. a casual Rat 9 colossal with two spray 10... D3, I'm sorry, he could have up to six spray 10 pal 14s continuous fires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his uh, his shooting is nothing to sneeze at. But his problem always was that sprays at Rat 5 are not very good. Yeah. I don't know why all these people are complaining about Harbinger shield guards. Just spray them all dead. <laughs> <laughs> you just spray her dead, whatever. I mean that too. <laughs> so, um, he's a really cool dude and a really amazing um, cleanup piece. That doesn't yeah. really need to do much until, like, turn probably two or three. Uh, probably three or four, actually. Um, and then, after all of that, you have an Alexia 1 with 20 corpses behind it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. And then, uh, if you don't clear out um, the Hobbitiers, um Nicholas will start recurring them. Um... I t there's just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and he has a uh, leadership, so I'll get Wall of Steel. So now they're 13-15 uh, set defense. So 15-15 if you charge them. Very good numbers to be for 11 points for 10 dudes. Um, and then I think the cherry on top is all nationally. Um, just walking around with a Grievous Wounds gun. Um, mm -hmm. and His gun is solid. He, he hasn't been seen because you can only take one yep. mercenary solo. Um, and I mean, obviously not in, in this theme, but, uh, in general, uh, the, he, he, people would, uh, uh, throw him into some lists. And, um, I just think that now that you, it, there's no real penalty for bringing him. Um, mm -hmm. I, I would hope to see him more cause he's a really cool model. Also, um, he is a mercenary minion solo, so he will get mm -hmm. mark target bonuses. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, cause I haven't played against Alton Ashley, uh, he has a range 14, POW 12, Grievous Wounding at Rat 8 base. That's pretty high. So, uh, when he aims to 10, mark target to 12, he, he gonna hit you. Um, and uh, also he has a Monster Hunter. So when he hits a Warbeast with an attack, the Warbeast suffers D3 plus 3 points of damage to the branch of your choice. So, yeah. oopsie, there goes your spirit and your Grievous Wounded. Yep. Um, Just a phenomenal anti-hordes view. Yeah, and especially with him sitting on a flag. Oh, my lord. Um, mm -hmm. So He's Prowl, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, not only that, um, we have Anastasia ambushing. And, man, did we already talk about ambushing being super strong? It's also super strong when you give Mark Target. Um, yeah. So you're like, okay, okay, I've controlled this side of the board. Nope, she's going to ambush on that side. She's going to run her 14 inches. So if you're within 19 inches of her, I'm going to get a plus two to hit on you. Um, so that's a really big deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm super happy with the amount of stuff 
that is happening in this list and the amount of threats that my opponent has to deal with. Um, Anastasia, too, is one of the last, like, real ways to help yourself go first. Like, the plus one is going away from all Theme Force bonuses. A lot of Theme Forces they had it aren't getting the new reroll benefit. So, just not having to use up, like, one of your uh, Mercenary minion slots by just playing Mercenaries and getting to take her is really strong. Yeah, for sure. Um, And uh, the... The big deal here, too, that a lot of people um, may or may not see is Alexia 1. Um, being able mm. to summon a Risen at her max command of 9, and then making that into a Thrall, and that Thrall running, that Thrall's a mercenary model. It's going to give me Mark Target. Yep. So it's just like, mama mia. So I'm going to summon a Thrall... It's going to charge the objective, do a whole bunch of damage, and then all five model, all the models within five inches of them are also going to get a plus two to hit. So, again, I really don't think hitting will ever be an issue in this army. Um, it's really just, uh, can you do enough damage to make it worthwhile? Yeah. Also, if Alexia 1 needs to um, uh, get Vengeance in that list, like that's really good with her as well, right? Uh, they are spell warded. Oh, they are spell warded. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they are. That's like that's a thing that used to be in like, like Mark Two. Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah. A big deal too is that uh, Damiano can use a coin for battle maneuvers. Um. Mm-hmm. So you can give models repo five, which is a really big deal with the halberdiers because with um, Verendry, Ver- Ver- whatever, uh, Sergeant Nicholas, um, the wall of steel they need to be base to base. So instead of having to do like super awkward, like if I charge here and charge here, will they end base to base? You just charge, get the most value out of it, and then repo five into base to base. Seems pretty repo cool. Repo five is huge. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a long ways. Um, but uh, same thing. I mean, you can uh, spawning to contest uh, with the reinforcements. It's going to mm-hmm. be randomly good. Um, like we said on an earlier episode, um, the difficulty of getting across the halfway mark of the table um, will not be an issue for this list. Yeah. Um, the, um, I don't know. It, just, it got me really excited to look at all these things. Um, and then, yeah, like you said before, I mean, if I money shot Deadeye... Uh, a cannon crew because I only have one jack, so I don't have to hand out two focus. It also Damiano likes to be up on the field um, mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the biggest control area at twelve. Um, but with the blo- uh, blockader just being a huge base in front of him, um, he's very safe a lot of the times. Um, yeah. So if I just randomly hit an area with a cannon crew, like yeah, it's all brutal damage, and you're all knocked down. So I just. I can see the one in 20 games where that just ends the game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I dig A lot it. of exciting things. Um, so, how about your list? So, <clears throat> I was uh, kicking around, like, a McBain list with you, mm-hmm. right? But the more I thought about it is I don't think McBain, McBain really did what I wanted for the Steelhead. Oh, man. Um. So, the thing is, like, Steelheads have, like, okay threat ranges, mm-hmm. right? Like, the Cav are speed 8, so they threat, like, 12. Yeah. Which is good. 
but it's not like phenomenal. Like there's still going to be a lot of times when they get charged. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so I decided to go with uh, cross cross two for my cast. Okay. I'm for it. Cause, Cause I really wanted someone that could like clear off my infantry so that you get that like second cavalry charge. Yeah. Uh, so I have Cross with Madeline Corbeau because uh, I'm not playing any shooting jacks, so I never really cast uh, Fire Group. So I just need like that little parlay to just help me stay alive a little bit better. Okay, Judge, you can be honest. So, you, you, you're parlay crazy now with your... I do love parlay. Baron. So <laughs> Cross, Corbeau, and Three Toro are my battle group. Okay. I have Alexia too. Anastasia, Verende, uh, two Steelhead Gunners mm-hmm. uh, are my solos. And then I have a Max Unit Halberdiers, two Steelhead Heavy Cavalry Units, cool. and two Steelhead Cannon Crews. Okay. So I really like the uh, Bulldoze special rule bonus yeah. for all the Cavalry models. Uh, Ghostwalk Bulldozes are really cool. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> So you have a lot of really interesting scenario options. Like when you are sitting in um, King of the Hill and you just you just tap uh, their jacks out of the And at that point, you don't even really... Like you can contest with something there. But if you're going to be scoring enough points, you can just leave it and keep going. Because that, like shutting off that turn of scoring, it's like contesting basically. Yeah. And you can like bulldoze things out of control area on uh, a scenario like that just because of how far everything needs to be. Mm-hmm. So I really like that little interaction there. Um, but yeah, like I really want Toros because they're fairly self-sufficient. You have counter charge to get you up into like really annoying places. Yeah. You can commit to so, a zone without committing to it. Yeah. Like when uh, the only things that are really going to be getting into my cav right are other cav and like warjacks for the most part. Like that the line of steelheads that are tough plus three armor with shield guard. Like they're going to stop a lot of things from getting them. So having your toros be able to like counter charge a cavalry model that charged your cav is going to be really good. I'd say so. And then. Alexia, too, is creating her solos to run to flags. Yeah. And this list actually has, like, a really good assassination. I'd say so. Because um, you have your two cannon crews, right? Yeah. Who we already talked about are, like, Rat 12 mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, ridiculously yeah. high. Although, um, so mine are six with the leadership thing or whatever. Yep. Mark target up to eight. Up to ten with, uh, no, it's, uh... Five to six, aim to eight, ten with mark target. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casual red ten. Uh, yeah, so I have a range 14 not, uh, brutal damage quake knockdown gun, just like you. <laughs> I have two of them, just like you. Yep. Uh, so those um, shoot very far. And you can be like just two rat lower and not aiming, yeah. and I think still be completely yeah. fine. So you can walk a couple more inches. Especially if the first one, like, you just happen to be in range. So you can you can aim shoot and then the second one it's shooting either a knockdown target or something else. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> so if like anything near cross ever becomes knocked down like any caster, 
Like, it's basically just going to explode because you will have your souls for your rate of four and your rate of fire four and all your gunshots, right? And then every uh, steelhead heavy calf can bulldoze their way out of combat or whatever they need to do yeah. if you need to ghost walk. And they can walk eight, shoot eight, pow twelves. Wow. Um, also, depending on if it's your feature or not, they can get running gun. Yeah. Which, <laughs> let me just move eight inches back real quick. Yeah, the it would be nice if um, they still had assault and not... Um, point blank. Point blank. Yeah. Like, being able to pick up that running gun. But you still have the option for, like, the defensive feat mm -hmm. to give them all stealth. Yeah. I think uh, uh, not not as many people as us got touched in a bad way by Cross 2. Dude, this guy just does so much. He's the most fun mercenary warcaster. Like, and it, it's not it's not even he close. Like, oopsie poopsie kills a heavy a turn. <laughs> and even better like, now because there's so much recursion. So yeah. it's like, oh, you killed almost all my halberdiers. Well, some of them coming back. You know, these guys have shield guard now, so the halberdiers aren't dying. Or whatever. And now I'm gonna go go kill all the things. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, um, I'm boosting signs important shots. <laughs> yeah. So I like I can give that unit a Halbs shield guard. Give another cavalry unit Dauntless Resolve or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I have plenty of options on keeping all my calves safe so that they'll get in to do work. Yeah. Like between stealth shield guards plus three armor, tough. Like. Some of them will get there. Um, wow, they go to arm 19. Yeah. Wall of Steel and Dauntless Resolve, and they're tough. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, and de Def 13 is pretty good, too. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then, Like, 13 is a very <laughs> annoying when one. This, when a Ravager charges the first Halberdier, you're like, all right, 15, 19, what are we doing? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll only kill six of them now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Instead of 13. Well, Ravager's only threat like 12, right? Something like that. So um, we're we're tied on threat range, except... We could go to uh, 13 with Hunter's Mark. Oh, okay. But, again, Cross is is is, is loading up his gun. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Let's play this game, boys. Uh, They, hopefully, they should have Gallows Groves in their list now, right? After the Devour Associates changes. Because yeah. if you... If Iona ever actually just walks up to cast Hunter's Mark, I'm pretty sure she just immediately dies. Um, right? She's baseline stealth, though. Um, but you can knock down... Like, so the Quake isn't on, like, enemy models, right? Yeah. So you can, like, run one of your solos, <laughs> shoot it, yeah. and then, like, you have Ghostwalk Bulldoze to get in like to get into melee that's with her. really cool um yeah um similar I, I think it's really f oh wait no quake is enemy model i'm sorry i'm a liar bum, bum, bum. um that's okay there, there's gonna be plenty of stuff to just attrition to make her do something to make her come up um yeah uh you still have like the the quake still denies tough on all the tharn which i really like yeah um, so you you still get to do some shaving so let me... So what's the POW on a cannon? So a cannon is POW 
Uh, 14. Okay. Range 14, power 14. So, one of the big things, if we want to talk about specifically, like, the circle matchup, is the Storm Raptor. It's going to be really scary. Mm -hmm. So, it's one of those things where I sat there, like, how do I not let them get too much value with it? So, yeah. um, it's got, doo -doo -doo -doo. I'm curious how many boxes it has. Um, Ooh, that I couldn't tell you off the top. Yeah, so the big deal here is um, I have uh, the two, we both have the two cannons, and I, I, I just, I absolutely love um, Siege Weapon as a rule. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think it's it's really undervalued nowadays, um, where because I just started um, a campaign for for flank and and flank is aggressively similar, um, so you know I'm normally getting three dice in the charge, I'm getting four dice in the charge, and mm -hmm. when you're rolling that many dice, wacky stuff just happens. Um, so the average is fourteen, right? Yeah, seven and seven, but we know rolling that many dice, that's not that the average kind of goes out the window, so. Um, Storm Raptor is arm 18 and it's got 50 boxes so at dice off 4 and rolling 4 dice 2 cannons deal almost it's 20 damage so it's almost half the health of the Storm Raptor oh wow and then the rest of your army just needs to do the rest like yep. these 2 little dudes and that's from 14 inches away now this thing is speed 7 with a 6 inch pulse so if you aggressively pre-measure it, they can't pulse you unless they charge something successfully. Now, they can walk up and shoot you with their 14-inch gun, so hopefully, you know, you can position correctly or, or, or what have you. But, mm -hmm. um, if you just let them go, like, if, if the circle player doesn't immediately kill these little weapon crew units, <laughs> they're gonna kill the Storm Raptor. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like they have to start like so over two turns, it's very nearly dead, right? And that's the beauty of it is that now you look at your opponent and be like, "All right, do you want to pulse or do you want to be able to shoot these uh, these guys?" So depending on where you want your fury to be, because typically the storm raptor build that's the only beast in their list. That yeah. may change your requisition points, but it's still a big investment. Um, and it's just one of those things where. I don't, I mean, I don't play mercenaries. I don't know how much of a problem this beast has been, but it seems like it's one of the best beasts in the meta. So when you could just be like, yeah, these two weapon crew units got it, and everyone else can focus on everything else, that's a big weight off your shoulders. Yeah, it really is. Um, so that was one of the cool things that, that I thought that it brings to the, both of our lists bring to the table. But like I said earlier in the cast, um, we both took very different routes as to how we want to use these theme benefits and which ones we really want to focus on. So, like, for, yeah. for me, I completely said, I'm not going to play Cav. I, I'm a Signar player. I like guns, and I think Mark Target is super cool. <laughs> so, um, I'm used to never missing, and now I can be used to never missing with Mercs. Um, and I went all in on the you Cav. You went all in on the Cav, and to, and to a very good degree, because I think that your scenario play will probably be better than mine. Mm -hmm. My scenario play relies on, is everything dead? Okay, let's start winning. <laughs> Yours is like, hey, everything just got pushed out of a zone. I'm going to score three or four, and now it's your turn. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it, I still have some elements that take advantage of Mark Target. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, is that you, you didn't completely abandon anything, really. Um, and you're still also abusing 
the exact same thing I was doing with the Lexia one, which is I'm going to summon this solo. It's going to run or charge something, and now the entire army benefits from it. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, in Alexia 2, I love the idea of always being able to contest um, either zones or being able to score flags. Just like being able to throw those solos out that's there. That's another power overwhelming moment with your with your dreamer privilege. Yeah. Of just uh, I don't have to I I never have to worry about the free points that people expect to score. Yeah. So it's like bunker. Oh my rectangle. I'm just gonna score it on turn two. No, you're not. Like, <laughs> um, unless they're going second and they can control it. Um, but yeah. a lot of times people will pick to go first, run into that rectangle, and like expect to be one-one at the end of turn. Uh, uh, yeah, at the end of bottom of two, and you're just like, "Oops, contest." Um, yep. Not to mention, a thrall warrior is not a phantasm. That is a weapon master solo attack. <laughs> it's pretty good weapon master solo. Pretty, pretty good. Um, so, uh, like I was saying, I think there's a lot of different avenues to take this theme force and it's really yep. exciting um what's super cool is that this is combined arms this is what steelheads are like yep. <laughs> the literal definition of cheap guys with pretty good rules that when you stack all the layers on top of them they get super good so you built your list in war room yep. right uh, so did I. How many free cards do you have? Uh, eight. Oh, free cards? I have four. You have four? It's, it's so, but that's using cards. three requisition slots, yep. right? So, how many cards does it say you would get normally? Um, two. Yeah. Yeah. Just overnight. Uh, so I have three. I have three free cards. I have uh, Alexia, and both of my cannon crews are free. Uh-huh. But this list, because I included the Toros, like I wouldn't get. How many cards did you get? That many free cards. I only get yeah, two. So, yeah, so so both of us are are increasing our cards by one, just flat out. Mm-hmm. And we took two aggressively different strategies. Um, and it's just kind of you know this stuff. Th- th- this is Oblivion in a nutshell. This is what makes it so exciting. Because that's a great point that you just brought up. Because I'm looking now and I'm like, oh, Alexia 1 doesn't count for free points. Uh, Alton Ashley didn't. Anastasia didn't. Uh, the Steelhead Gunners didn't. They can be used really? as a free theme card, but they didn't count towards mm. it, I guess. The Blockader didn't count towards it. I'm like, oh, wow, I actually don't have that many points that count towards free theme. Um, but uh, maybe that's just because... They, maybe they don't count because I, I made them free. But anyways... Um, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that just wasn't that I thought is is a no brainer in the list and similar to yours that would be um fighting against us if if we were under normal circumstances. Yeah. So now you gotta make that choice. Oh, we did. We did forget one uh, thing. Uh, we, the list did actually lose one theme force benefit in the the wall. Oh oh oh. Yeah, because it gets to pick up a wall. Or it's to place a wall, right? Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, sorry. Um, but, I mean, so it, it traded that, sure. right, for the free card. And I think I'd rather have the free card. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the, again, I think this theme list 
especially with Oblivion, and I think Mercs in general, are going to be the spiciest um, differences in lists um, yeah. because of the options. So what's super cool with this as a baseline theme list for Oblivion is that you have your cheap infantry, whether it's melee, whether it's ranged. They all have reasonable stats. Um, I do think that if you want to try and make the Steelhead infantry shine, you're, you're going to be a little limited on your caster choices. Um, just because, like, Damiano with Rifleman, he can give them the plus two to hit and damage. And not everybody can give that. They might be able to give the plus two hit. They might be able to give the plus two damage, but not both. Um, but, again, with all of the recent changes to the jacks as well. So, um, all of the uh, pirate jacks and stuff like that, it just, it, it, it opens up a lot of possibilities. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a really exciting time. I think the the solo packages are going to be very different, and um, what's really cool about this is the prevalence of flags in 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, Rutger Shaw and, and Terran just randomly being a little pod walking around like, oh, oops, I dark fired that. Now I get a full unit of riflemen on those juicy solos in the back because um, they're no longer blocking line of sight, um, or they have tough dodge together, like. Both of them on a flag, deal with it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Just silly little things. And that, that to me, was what reminded me of Mercs being Mercs. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, do you want to jump into, like, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, overall, I think the theme is a whole bunch of fun. You have... So many different ways you can build it. You can play Warjack heavy if you want to. Mm-hmm. You can play Cavalry heavy if you want to. You have this really great theme that lets you play the balanced list that I think is really going to strive in this year's scenario packet. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see a, a Merc Jack gun line where they just have random solos giving Merc target. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, I'm walking up and I'm going to gonna shoot you dead. Don't even need units. What are those? Um, and again, it was just everything was so bottlenecked before, and this is what's so exciting now is that there is no this is an infantry theme, this is a jack theme. Um, and yeah, I'm just uh, really excited to see what people come up with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like we said, um, we are going to post this t- uh, episode tomorrow. We don't need to say this on the yep, cast. Friday. Yeah. And we will post the image. Uh, so everybody can see. Um, and in the next episode, uh, we are going to be talking about um, my recent Haley 2 experiences, bringing her back in 2019 and how I think she's extremely powerful, um, and the importance of uh, independent sustainable activations um, and why your lists uh, should look into maybe uh, a few more pods of models as opposed to uh, yeah. a big old blob of stuff. Our next episode being our Patreon episode, right? Thank you for bringing that up, because I didn't. Um, If you haven't subscribed to Patreon, uh, please look into it if you can. Um, We have multiple levels uh, available for people, and uh, they allow you to get the extra episode a week, um, or access to our Discord, and um, oh, I completely forgot, we had our first winner for the uh, VIP-controlled episode. Um, So, level three 
uh, once a month, we are going to put all your names into a uh, wheel spinning app, and whoever spins up as the winner, they will be able to control the topics of the episode. Um, I know that we've already explained this, but I just wanted to re-explain it because uh, next episode we will be having... Jeff? Our voice, Seth. Yeah, Seth Cohen of the MJSOBs. Um, he is going to be running our episode. Um, yep. A reminder... Hopefully <laughs> a little better than he runs Boker Brawl. Oh, Boker Brawl was great. It is great. Yeah. Um, registration going on now if you'd like to register for that. It's an amazing event. Mm-hmm. Um, we are registered for the team event. We're really excited for yep. that. Uh, I got second last year, so hoping I could just just beat everybody. That'd be cool. And we got first the year before that. Yep. True, true. Um, yep. So, uh, yeah. Um, pretty excited for him to come on. And uh, he'll be able to control all the topics. And hopefully, as a reminder for him, if he is listening to this episode, keeping it family friendly. Yep. <laughs> That's a, that's a big one. Yep. I don't want to do too much editing, please. Please, Seth. But it should be a really good time. Um, so, yeah, I think that sounds like an episode. I think so. Uh, thank you to Privateer Press for sharing this theme with yep. us. So that we can share with the community mm-hmm. and share our thoughts on it. And thank you to everyone who listened to this episode, and thank you to everyone who has subscribed to us on Patreon. Yeah, it's been super cool. Thank you so much. 